0: Welcome to Breakfast Food, the comedy podcast featuring <laughs> Your favourite <laughs> <friend. laughs> Your favourite <laughs> friend's on the whole way Is that us? Yes, it is, your favourite <laughs> friend um, uh, We're also comedy podcast <laughs> featuring you got to start again. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome to Breakfast Food, your... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Breakfast Food, your
1: favourite friends. <laughs> Welcome to Breakfast Food, the occasionally weekly comedy podcast filled with funny stories, stupid anecdotes and advice uh, that you didn't even ask for. Featuring... Featuring! <laughs> I'm going with it. This is the seventh take. Cara McKinley.
0: And me. Also featuring... <laughs> special guest, (laughs) Annabelle Logan. We're both so tired. (laughs) Jesus Christ, (laughs) that took a while. That
1: took a long time and I'm not doing it again.
0: No, good luck editing that. Yep. Oh my god. (laughs) Wow. So it's been a really long week.
1: It's been a really long week. It's been a really long time since you guys heard an episode of the podcast. It's been a less of
0: a long time since we've done one because this is... (laughs) This our second try at this episode. Yes, that was great. Like last time, we tried this, and um, things have moved forward mm-hmm. in life as it does. And so now, I have a baby. Yeah. And we tried to record the other week with her here, and I was like, i will be fine. She'll just sit." No, 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 she, no, no, no. She did not sit. <laughs> she was like, basically in baby chat, being like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at me. Play with me. And then she would just occasionally burp and... Burp and fart and,
1: fart. and just baby noise. We would put her down for a nap. She would be like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then she'd come back
0: and... She's in bed now. She's in bed. And, and we're now, trying again. We're trying again. And now we have a babysitter. Her dad is is there. Thank goodness. Not just random person sitting there. So um, that means that we have some time. Oh my God. Yeah, it's been the longest um, weekly podcast break yeah, ever I think we stopped like a year two years ago I think it was more yeah it was a long time it was about two years Jeez. The what,
1: what made me stop was that we had one glorious in-person recording <laughs> session when yeah. the when the covid stuff had kind of taken a back seat not taken a back seat but you know yeah and we came in and we recorded in person and it was wonderful and then we had to go right back into lockdown and we tried to record remotely and I was like, I can't do this again. Yeah. It was too sad. It was yeah. too sad. And then we finally came out of lockdown and life just kept on going. Annabelle was pregnant mm-hmm. and I was getting new jobs all over the place. Yeah. And finally we've sat down and been like,
0: let's just do it." Yeah. And aren't, isn't it great? So far, this is, this is much more swimming than the last take so, so far flawless flawless <laughs> take <laughs> didn't take me i gave up trying to intro that so well thank you for jumping in you're welcome Same i number.
1: did a great job and i also yeah. did it perfectly <laughs> yes um in honor of my new best friend and less importantly she's also annabelle's daughter mm-hmm. we wanted to do a couple episodes on firsts because mm-hmm. i only see greta the ch- the daughter's name is Greta oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <My daughter's laughs> called Greta. she's also my best friend and I see her I think every like other week I'll pop in and like mm-hmm. come and hang out so whenever I see her she's like learned something new or she's like mm-hmm. got a new thing that she likes or anything that she does and so I'm seeing her like after she's learned new little firsts yeah. and you must see them constantly oh my gosh
0: yeah like every day there is something slightly different but it takes someone coming in every so often to say wow she has done this or she looks different or stuff like that but yeah like she she does these things where she'll do a thing really intensely for a couple of days (laughs) and then just stop um but I I was like to the health visitor I was like is this normal (laughs) and she was like oh yeah she's just got like so much going on in her head she's like all right let's put that one away for now so like, the, there was one um a week ago where all she wanted to do was just blow raspberries oh <laughs> which was adorable but she was just constantly just like ah, pfft, ah, pfft, ah, pfft, like forever <laughs> oh my god and then she just stopped and i was like ah, <laughs> do it again <laughs> bring it back and now and now she's changed it to oh <laughs> so she's going up she's moving up in the world I think that's a bit more advanced. Yeah, she's learning new noises. Maybe she'll be into percussion when she's older. Yeah, maybe she'll be a beatboxer.
1: Maybe she'll be a (laughs) beatboxer. It just features (laughs) lots of fart noises lots of yeah but then like the some, <laughs> someone will hire her uh, when they hear her repertoire and she'll get to them and she'll be like i don't do any of those anymore yeah <laughs> i do a whole new set of noises <laughs> i've forgotten how to do the
0: old ones that was in my early days when i was just starting out <laughs> yeah i've progressed <laughs> as an artist <laughs> so yeah it's very cool you get to see oh it's wonderful watching her just develop and yeah. become proper little person like
1: for example i wasn't here during raspberry week i would never have even known raspberry week had existed (sighs) because i didn't get to see that part because i'm not here every day as much as i want to be
0: (laughs) much to my chagrin videos many videos (laughs) it's weird to think that you know like little babies and kids these days you know we record everything whereas like back in our day like all of that stuff would have been missed
1: I know and I wish like it's something that I really like appreciate mm-hmm. about like the technology right now is being able to catch all that stuff and keep it because I've I think there are like two home videos of me as a baby
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like I see them and I'm like oh like it's me and I'm like I want so many more of them And it's the same with pictures like yeah. there's a lot of pictures of me but like
0: Nowhere near as many as there would as there are now, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could have seen more of what I was like as a baby. Yeah, and so. being able to capture a moment really candidly because you can just do it so quick. Yeah, um, yeah, it's so true, and I think. You know, some people are like, ah, too much technology, too much taking pictures and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's not like I'm uploading everything. You know, it's very, just your own stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's really,
1: yeah. I think as well, it's it's because I I have this, like, internal struggle whenever I go anywhere or do anything between wanting to be present in the moment and enjoying and seeing what's happening, but then also wanting to have something that I can look back Mm -hmm. at and be like, oh, look, and, and enjoy it again. And like, I have such a hard time taking my phone out and taking pictures of stuff because I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this, I should be present. And mm-hmm. I said, like, well I am present, I'm presently wanting to preserve this moment so that I can enjoy it again, or let other people enjoy it. It's sort of that like, yeah. modern conundrum.
0: And it's different from just being on your phone checking whatever, social media while you're at a place. You're, yeah, you're exactly. You're taking a picture of the thing to, but yeah. It's, it's That's different. That's different. It's such a Modern problem, such a m- as told by people in their 30s, millennial. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, <clears throat> and we we also thought, as well as firsts, that we would try also another little thing at the beginning because we realize we. We call breakfast food and we never talk about breakfast. Nope. We never talk about <laughs> breakfast.
1: We never record in the morning. There's, no, there's nothing, n- not even a single thing to do with breakfast food in the podcast. I do believe that if I remember correctly, we called it breakfast food because we were looking
0: for a name that made people feel happy yeah. and breakfast food <laughs> makes us both feel it really good. It really does. Yeah. I mean, unless we kind of just awkwardly like... I just had a great stack of pancakes. I just had a really (laughs) good. And then, and we start chewing into them. Like, this is the problem. We very, we turned
1: into an ASMR eating podcast, we very briefly, I think, because due to a misunderstanding earlier on, you were like, oh, and we'll, like, maybe we'll bring food from the, from the regions, and I'm like, oh, that would be horrible. Could you imagine the audio of that? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't think that through. <laughs> Re- I mean, to to some it people headphones. would be like, this is the
1: best. Some people would. Some people yeah. like it. I, I've never... Gotten ASMR like it doesn't give me the tingles it gives other people, so I don't really understand it. It just makes me feel gross.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. I've got the in um, I have a when I listen to my sleep stories when I'm going to bed (laughs) to help me sleep. They have like (laughs) ASMR ones, and it's just too much. It's too in my ear, and I'm like, it's just like someone's like licking my (laughs) ear. (laughs) I can't fall asleep like that personally. Do you remember?
1: the it was a thing people would get at, like download on their mp3 players mm. i think i think i remember hearing it when i was either in primary 7 or maybe first year and it was <clears throat> the recording of someone pretending to give you a haircut but it was the first time anyone had done it like that would switch from left to right ear oh my god so and the clippers would happen and he'd like whisper in one of your ears and the clippers would happen in the other and it felt
0: Oh, Like weird. someone was
1: cutting your hair. It oh, was no, so... I never
0: experienced oh. that. It was,
1: it was one of the, like, school bus things mm. where, like, someone would have it on their MP3 player and everyone <laughs> on the school bus would have a turn of listening to it and being like,
0: oh, it's like they're really cutting my hair. Yeah. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well, look at us now.
1: But back to the breakfast. Yes. <gasps> I brought, I've brought a regional breakfast or a, a, a country, not a region. Um okay. I was looking into Norwegian breakfast this morning.
0: Oh.
1: Um because truthfully because I asked Hannah last night and she said look at Norway and I was like okay great. Okay. But Hannah was like look at Norway because you'll probably find like lutfisk or something.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: then it turns out the breakfast itself is fairly a fairly standard breakfast I'd say it's like scrambled egg and salmon. Yum. Is like the the breakfast you're most likely to find. Mm-hmm. But the thing that caught my eye was Brunost or Brunost, and it is brown cheese. Have you heard of it before?
0: I don't think so. I took
1: I took a picture, um, and I'll put I'll put this picture up on the Instagram so that other people can also enjoy Brunost.
0: And it's brown cheese. It, it's crazy to look at. This is it. It looks oh, like chocolate. It looks like a chocolate bar. It looks beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah, and it's like rolled like butter. Yeah, <gasps> oh. it's rolled like butter. It looks like chocolate
1: or caramel and it's like I remember seeing it and I was like what is what is this and then when I was looking it up it's actually a very interesting history it kind of has the same history that lutefisk has where when norway was like a much poorer country they were really into preserving like preserving fish preserving meats mm-hmm. and like making sure that there was as little waste or byproduct in like the food process as possible so this stuff is made by from the way that would normally get thrown away at the end of making cheese, mm-hmm. so you make cheese, you press the curds and whatnot, and you get left with that sort of like yellowish water. water. Yeah, yeah, that's the way you get it in cow's milk. You get it in goat's milk. Brown cheese is the caramelization of that water.
0: Ooh! So Ooh. You- <laughs> okay, that's how excited I got. A whistle, a little whistle right through the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna become such an old man i can't do it. i cannot repeat that anyway yeah i don't know how um, you did that I I
1: did <laughs> for that. anyone who's never met annabelle she does not have any gaps in the teeth i don't know <laughs> how that happened
0: <laughs> oh well anyway so the, it was the spirit of a viking
1: someone was like "Ooh, and you guys talking like, about
0: brunus <laughs> you about doing brown cheese
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love brown cheese but yeah they'll get they'll get the whey and then put it in a big old pot and just reduce it down Mm. until it caramelizes hence why it gets that like somewhere between like caramel and like chocolate color right. and the more you reduce it the the stronger the color and the stronger the flavor is and apparently it's like c- quite sweet tasting because of it being caramelized but also mm. still got like a very savory not cheese flavor but like i guess like reminiscent of cheese i don't know <laughs> yeah. but i saw it being like sliced and it's also definitely not a texture you would imagine when you think of cheese. It's like, you you, they use these very specific, they look like little trowels that have a blade in them and then you drag it along the cheese and it makes these really thin strips of cheese. (laughs) But the strips, it looks kind of like Play-Doh, but it's not.
0: (laughs) But it's better. But it's not. (laughs) Well, you can also eat Play-Doh. That's true. To be fair, but yeah, yeah. It's nice.
1: But it looks amazing and I really want to try it now. Me too.
0: I wonder where you can find that apart from Norway. (laughs) Or like, is it a quite a scan? Do you know if it's a general around other well Scandinavian countries?
1: Weirdly, Hannah and I both watch this um, this YouTube channel called Plan D, Plan and then a D, mm-hmm. um, and it's this Korean this woman in Korea who is just like living her life, and she makes food, and it's just like very aesthetically pleasing to watch, and she loves brown cheese, huh. and she'll have it like she'll have can't remember what she puts it on but she'll make she'll make a dish say she makes like french toast yeah then she'll put brown cheese on it and then she'll put walnuts and honey wow. and like that's like one of her favorite things
0: so it's sweet like it is <laughs> why am i thinking of nutella even though it's like a <laughs> probably, the color, probably because of the color i'm gonna so my brother lives in finland and mm. who knows if it I've not researched this, and I have no clue, but if it exists in Finland, I could ask them to bring something I'm some sure it must. Over. Is Apparently, a, a, a brand called Ski Queen oh. gets
1: exported to the States, so I imagine that would be the easiest one to find internationally. Yeah. But there's like, there's like two main brands, I've forgotten both of their names, one <laughs> begins with an F, and that is like the milder of the brown cheeses, because that's made with cow's milk. And then one of the other main brands is like much more like potent because it's made with goat's milk, which is, I guess, just goat's milk just or goat's cheese tastes way more like potent and pungent than cow's milk stuff. Yeah. But uh, when I was looking this up, I found an article from someone who the way the article was written, like in its in its header made it seem like it was going to be someone from Norway talking to me about brown cheese. (laughs) But it wasn't. It was someone who either lives there currently and moved there or was there for a time. He's clearly Australian because he can't go two sentences without comparing it to Marmite.
0: Oh, really? Or
1: Vegemite, yeah. Why
0: why is he living into that stereotype? Oh, my God. Man.
1: And it it goes, like, he's literally, like, the first time he said it, I was like, okay, fair enough, because he was saying, like, it's really, you either love it or you hate it. Okay. He's like, like Vegemite. Like Vegemite, And I was like, okay, fine. And then later on, he, he was like, and then blah, blah, the brown cheese like Vegemite and I was like I think the comparisons are over because it doesn't it doesn't sound like it tastes like Vegemite in in Mm -hmm. any way shape or form and then he must have said it I want to say maybe seven more times in this article then right at the bottom because he basically surmised within the article that like he had it in a sweeter dish once and he was like this is amazing he had it in like a sauce for a pancake or something he was like this is amazing but I don't like it when it's in savory stuff Mm -hmm. and then right at the end it was like update. It has actually been about several years since I've eaten this cheese just because there's always something else in the fridge blah 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 and then right at the end of the update and he was no. like "He was like, but yes no. it is a love hate cheese much like Vegemite. Shut up. And I was like why? <laughs> <You didn't... laughs> oh my god.
0: Maybe he just forgets that he's written that Over and over and over again. (coughs) That's bizarre.
1: Maybe he just brings Vegemite into so many conversations. It's like... It's being like, like, I don't understand this thing, so I'm just going to compare it to something I do understand and talk about the thing I do understand. Yeah. And it's like, that's no (laughs) good for anyone. (laughs) That's no good for anyone. What if someone reading it... Didn't know what brown cheese or Vegemite well, was. I
0: don't. I've never tried Vegemite. So. Again,
1: it is like a love hate thing. Like is for me, is it just
0: like Marmite,
1: or is it different? It is. It's a lot like Marmite. Okay. For me, it's like it's hard to describe what it tastes like. Obviously, but it's like really den, really, really condensed bovril is what it tastes like to me. Sure.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I like Marmite. Therefore, I would think.
1: I'm sure you probably would. But, but imagine going.
0: Imagine going to that. Plus, it was like.
1: The second click on Google. (laughs) So I was like, oh, surely I'm going to learn something. But imagine going to that to find out about brown cheese, like I was doing today, but then imagine also not knowing what Benjamin is and then just being like, this is a foreign language to me. (laughs) (laughs) This man, (laughs) what is this man talking about?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I really want to try this now.
1: Me too. Hmm. Let's get a hold of it. It looks like if you put fire near it, it would melt, even though I know it wouldn't. You know what I mean? Interesting. Or maybe, it would. maybe I don't it would. know. I, mean, I don't like know melted
0: cheese. Well,
1: we'll just have to try it. Yeah. Technically, it's not cheese, even though it's called cheese.
0: It's a cheese byproduct. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 Honu, could you pass me the cheese byproduct? Please? Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> mm. But yeah, that is my that's my breakfast food oh, this morning.
0: Genuinely, very fascinating. A breakfast
1: delicacy from Norway called Brunist, and I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, and I'm probably not.
0: But we'll, if not, we'll just be very British and type brown cheese and yeah. we'll find something. We'll just true. be very British and be like, it's a cheese byproduct. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like rationing. <laughs> the, war, the war.
1: Don't you think, though, when I was reading up about about the brown cheese and reading how it was made and why it came to be, mm. it, it once again feels so different from how we do food here like whenever i was i've looked up a few different um, countries as backups that i will bring another time and like so many of them are just like and then this part that you guys don't eat because you're wasteful Mm -hmm. we do this with and it's delicious and it's like we literally like we'll get a chicken we'll be like the chicken breast yes the chicken legs get rid of them unless it's the thighs get rid of it the rest of the chicken throw it in the trash i know
0: think of all the stock you could make yeah think of the hats you could think of all the hats you could make a big chicken hat (laughs) i don't know you could do so
1: much with it you could make like you could make like uh, in japan um one of the things you can get in the izakaya which is just like the bar there Mm -hmm. um most bars are called izakaya and you go in and they've got like bar snacks which are all very very tasty and one of them is chicken skin where they get mm-hmm. the skin of the chicken and they put it on a skewer, like a little yeah. folded thing on the skewer, and then they fry it and like salt and stuff, and it gets really crispy and it gets really really tasty, and it's like, why don't we do stuff like that?
0: Yum. Oh.
1: Anyway, oh, anyway. Well,
0: thank you for sharing. That You're was welcome. Generally wonderful. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we also have um, as as homage to our beautiful Greta, who's um, who's. Thankfully, still snoozing delicately in the other room. (laughs) We have a little pile of firsts that we have written down um, to inspire us into remembering some of the things that we learned as we were growing up
0: that she will also learn that I can't wait for. I know. I write them all down for her. Hopefully she'll, you know, read back. I mean, she won't remember them now, but she'll look back and be like, that's very cool. Oh, that's so nice of you. Well, yeah. I yeah, wish I had that. Yeah it is. I got other
1: people other ones of my friends who are like oh yeah my mum had this book and it's got like my first tooth in it and my first hair in it and I'm like I don't have any of that stuff.
0: Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. have anything that
1: cast spells with. My own teeth? I'd love that.
0: My mum for ages kept all my teeth in a wee uh, drawer. Oh well. And probably and my brothers and my scissors I mean she just kept them all in the drawer for a while. Not <laughs> like a specific not drawer. <laughs> just every, all of the <laughs> teeth like th- are
1: all just MG. in one.
0: <laughs> and you're right she had a lock of because when I was a kid i was like i just want to c- like cut all my hair off and i had beautiful like long quite golden looking hair mm-hmm. and i was like no i want to cut it off my was like oh, okay um and so she kept a lock of my hair Aww. so it's nice that yeah. she said yes
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. my yeah, my parents bluffed me out as well i was like i want to cut my hair off i want bangs and they were like all right bangs. you want you want short hair you want bangs fine and then i did it and i hated it and they were just like well you, what, said, really? you said you wanted to get rid of your luscious, beautiful orange hair <laughs> and replace it with really difficult to deal with bangs. There you go. <laughs> it's mean. It was the equivalent of like... Do you want a cigarette? You can smoke the whole packet. It was the yeah. equivalent of that when I was 3. <laughs> oh no, you were three. I was so young. Oh. I was so I was in I remember cuz I was in nursery at the time. Oh, man. And then we had to That's keep Keep up with the fringe for ages because I was too young to handle growing it out and it not being in my eyes. So we just had yeah. to deal with it for years.
0: Durr. No, it's good. It's good good to to remember this when Greta is eventually wanting I don't know what she want to do with her hair, but She's well, gonna want to do a bunch of stuff. She'll want to do a bunch. Of, she'll, want to, she'll want to. She'll probably try and get some like safety scissors and yeah. I cut my own it. hair a couple of times when uh, I was a kid. Me yeah. too. <laughs> I cut my
1: friend's hair as well, Ooh. and then I hid the hair under my bed. And my <laughs> mom found it, and it was like full blonde hair. And she was like, "No one in this house has blonde hair, Kara. Oh, no. What has
0: happened?" Oh no! It <laughs> was anyway, a first, 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 first hairdressing experience. Mm-hmm. First and last, yay! Uh, I don't think I've cut anyone. No, I'm lying.
1: I shaved someone's head, and I've shaved a little cat into the back of someone's head once.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. It did not come out like a cat. No, it was not. Good. It was only meant to be like a cat head, and still, it was really bad. <laughs> did it looked like something else, or just it, it kind of looked like a circle, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> well, I guess it could have been something like really rude. we just got rid of it after that yeah. I was like let me just shave the whole thing
1: and it's not gonna work shall I pick yes okay I'm gonna close okay. my eyes ASMR is back here we go okay we have ooh we have an Annabelle one oh god we have first hospital frig what is this
0: trip trip yeah <laughs>
1: First hospital frim. trip. <laughs> <Just> fr- <frim. laughs> and what would that be? First mm. hospital trip. Hmm. The first oh gosh. The first one I remember um is super boring. Well no, the lead up to it is not boring, I guess. Okay. <laughs> the first the first hospital trip was because I had a urine infection.
0: Oh no. Um
1: Oof. I know. And I was in primary school and I was I think I want to say I was in maybe, like, primary three or four. So I was, like, what, eight or nine or eight or seven? (laughs) Somewhere around there. Yeah, eight, yeah. And I left in the morning, and from the walk from my house to my friend's house, which was, like, a minute and a half, I was, like, bursting for the toilet. It was one of those ones where I needed to pee constantly. So then, but his mum was, like, sorry if you're listening, Jordan, his (laughs) mum was really weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, like, oh no. did not want me in the house at all. Oh. I think she just was, like, really house-proud. Yeah. And just, like, the whole house was pristine and she just, like, super didn't want me to come in. And I was like, Jordan, I'm going to die if I don't use your bathroom. And like, I need to come in. So I had to, like, battle with <laughs> this <laughs> situation so just so that I could and pee. Mother. And then it hurt to pee because it was a urine infection and mm. there was, like, blood and stuff. And I was like... Oh no. In my mind, I was like, I know I'm too young for my period. I've been told this before. Yeah. And then so on the bus to school, it was like getting unbearable. And I was like, I don't think I can do the whole day. But then I was like, if I go into the, I don't know why I thought this. I guess it's just the, the British, like, keep calm and carry on that you get told from when you're very young. I was mm-hmm. like, if I go into the nurse's office and say to them, I need to go home now. And the day's not even started. They'll tell me no. And that yeah. I'll have to go into class and I'll have to be myself <laughs> and it's going to suck. <laughs> so instead, I got off the bus and I walked to my grand's house. Like, I just, like, walked away from school and I was so scared. Because I was like, oh, someone's going to see me and yeah. they're going to get really mad. Oh, you poor little cow. I know. And then I walked to my grand's house. Um, she, she lived very nearby. And by the time I got there, I was, like, dancing. I needed to pee so badly. And I was knocking on her door, knocking on her door, and she wasn't there. And I was, like, banging on her door. And at this point, I was crying and it was, you know, very sad. But her across-the-way neighbor... Just so happened that her back door key had bent in the lock that morning. Okay. So she had called in sick to work because she was waiting on some a locksmith coming and changing her locks or something. Yeah. So she was in the house and she heard me crying. Oh. And she came out and was like, what's going on? By this time I'd pee myself, obviously. Oh, yeah. So um, she brought me in, she called my dad and my dad got me a hospital appointment. But the reason the hospital appointment part is boring is because by the time I got to the hospital, the the infection had passed. I don't oh, really. Yeah. Oh no! You so I got there, and they were to... yeah. I got there, and they were like, drink more water. And I was like,
0: okay. Wow, I'm amazed though because surely if it's like there's blood in there, they would have like been a bit more taken yeah. a bit more seriously. they, they,
1: but they, they took some pee. Well, they didn't take it from my body. I gave them. I <laughs> yes. I gave them some pee and stuff but yeah I think by the time I got there they did some tests on it or whatever and they were like it seems like it's passed now
0: Aww. you're probably
1: just horribly dehydrated because <laughs> I, har- I used to not bring a water bottle to school. I don't know mm. why. Because we had water fountains and I thought that was enough. And then I would have like a whisper of water at some point in the day and then that would <laughs> oh, be it.
0: Yeah, you're so, making me
1: thirsty. I know. I'm a, I also am like ironing up my water glass. But I think that's what caused it because it, it happened a couple of times and that's what caused it was that I was just like not drinking enough water at all. And my yeah. body was like, please, Kara. Jeez. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> well, did. did... Did it work Did it teach you a lesson mm-hmm. I've not had a urine infection water. In a very long time Yay
1: I drink a lot of water now As well as Caffeine <laughs> yeah. Which is not which as good is, for you But
0: but also a liquid It's <laughs> still a
1: liquid It still has water in it Somewhere
0: Yeah
1: <laughs> What about you Your first oh. hospital trip
0: Um, Yeah Mine's not that Exciting Either. You wrote it. <laughs> I thought you might have a crazy story. <laughs> or you're being like, oh no, I've never been to hospital. Um <laughs> that in itself would be a crazy story. Yeah, yeah, impressive. But um the first first time was when I I had a really like sore foot. <laughs> oh <laughs> <the> poor, yeah. <laughs> um but it was I because I danced so much as a kid and I had this like weird swelling in my heel and my mum actually worked at the hospital at the time so she could just wing me in And oh. I think I think they were kind of like oh bless her but they, they did an x-ray on my foot and like my part of like the stuff around the bone had like swollen up so mm. it was actually a thing whatever it was um and they got to like harp me around on a wee wheelchair for fun oh, which was yay. really cute so yeah it was like actually a very sweet pleasant first x-ray first um wheelchair ride (laughs) (laughs) um and then I think they just gave me some some ibuprofen or something (laughs) they're like and bye (laughs) so is your mum in the medical field no she was a secretary um in I think in the x-ray department (gasps) actually so yeah so she um She was like, well, I guess there's one perk about being a secretary (laughs) in the x-ray department. (laughs) I can give her a wee x-ray. So, yeah.
1: I was asking because it seems to be, from what I hear, anyone whose parents are in the medical field, it's so much harder to get them to take you to hospital. Because Uh, they're just like, you're fine.
0: You're fine. Walk off. Oh, no, that would be horrible. I know. I mean, I I wouldn't... My mum was never, like, an hysterical mum. So, like, if something happened to me, she was really deadpan about it mm-hmm. you know like when I skewered my leg with the chair uh, what did I tell you that I don't I'm remember sure i chatted I don't on this podcast well once I skewered my leg um the back of a wooden chair because <gasps> my brother pushed me onto it and it broke oh my god and it was like gross and it was obviously very oh, it was
1: like wood it would have been yeah. like, oh.
0: uh, basically oh. it was being staked by a chair but at least you know you're not a vampire yes <laughs> well yes <laughs> but um yeah, my mum my had a friend round and she just was like, uh, just go into the bathroom, uh, just uh, wipe it up, uh, you're fine. And I was like, I'm not fine. <laughs> a chair through my I'm leg. bleeding everywhere. <laughs> then eventually I think she got up and kind of put a plaster on it. I don't know. I, I, I still have a scar today oh from it. Oh my god. But uh, my mum, I mean, I guess I prefer that she was like that rather than being like, oh my god, we have to get you to the hospital. Yeah. uh Somewhere in the but middle, yeah. I think. Yeah, <laughs> it is a good place it to be. Could have been be. a slight edge of concern. She could have been like, "Oh, okay," <laughs> instead of being like, "Oh, oh God, we have to
1: deal with that again." Yeah, we we have a you and I have a a um, mutual acquaintance, I would say rather than a friend, mm, okay. who I'll not say the name of just in case he listens or other people are like, "Oh my God, blah blah blah," <laughs> but he's told me before because his dad is a doctor, oh. and he told me before that he broke his arm. And his mum was like, "We need to take him to the hospital." Oh. And his dad kept being like, "He's fine. He's fine. He's fine." And his mum had to had to like not tell his dad and just put him in the car and take him because his dad was so adamant that he didn't need to go to the hospital. And then, and at this point, they didn't know it was broken. But his mum was like, "It's clearly broken." <laughs> and he, she took him to the hospital. It turns out it was like a big bad break. Wow. And she got home and was like so mad at his dad. Yeah. And it clearly still really upsets like really is like a big point of contention for our mutual acquaintance because like it's clearly still like a really sore spot when they told me that story he was still so angry and he's so much older now than he was when it happened
0: yeah i was so betrayed yeah yeah i think that would be a betrayal point i would find very hard to come back from yeah (laughs) just like
1: being like your arm flopping around and your dad being like, he doesn't need to go to the hospital. Oh my God. There was one time, this is nowhere near as bad. My dad is correct. I did not need to go to the hospital, but I do still have a weird scar from it. Mm -hmm. But there was this one time where I fell off my bike. It was my birthday. It was the day before we were going on holiday and I fell off my bike and I like, I like, I must have skidded forward on the ground Mm. and I was like, kind of hurt but it wasn't crazy like i stood up and i was like oh mm-hmm. but i was fine mm-hmm. but then i sat down to see what my what was wrong with my leg because it was stinging and as i picked up <laughs> the like cuff of my trousers i saw the blood and you know sometimes when you see it it hurts more yes and so i saw the blood and i was like no nah! <laughs> just like <you're> freaking out <laughs> and so i went home and i was like wailing and my dad was like what happened here oh. And then he, like, looked at it properly, <clears throat> and it was my knee, like, yeah. just on the, the like, just below where the bone is.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was, like, really, really bleeding. And he didn't want me to see it longer than I needed to, because he could see that I was getting hysterical from seeing it. Yeah. So he, like, cleaned it up, and then was like, okay, we're just gonna bandage it up, and like, it's fine, and you're all good, and then again, because we're getting on a flight the next day, and going to France mm-hmm. and stuff, um so what he didn't see was that my skin had fully come away and rolled up under itself
0: oh barf yeah Oh no.
1: so by the time we like what what needed to happen it still didn't need the doctor but he sh- what he should have done if he could have done it without me being like oh my god yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> so i was like nine because he should have like you know flattened it flattened <laughs> but he didn't have a chance because i was like look at it Dada! the whole time <laughs> and um so by the time we like you know, got got to see it properly and it sort of healed. I just had this weird lump. Oh, no. <laughs> I had a weird lump followed by like a flat scar from where the yeah. skin had come from. To this day, I still have that hole. It's whole... still
0: like a wee lump. It's bit. not
1: as. I don't think I can pull my my treasures are quite tight, so
0: That's I don't. think... it's so fascinating. Hey, no, sorry, no.
1: Uh, Well, <laughs> I'll show you another day.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's nowhere near as bad as it was then because it was like really prominent. I guess scars fade, but for for years it was really prominent. And then one day, one of my friends was round. I think she'd stayed over the night before. and She was meant to be leaving that day. And little Cara, who was yet to realise that she's quite a bit of an introvert, Mm. couldn't understand why her social energy was waning. Mm. And I I really wanted my friend to go home. Like, I was like, I'm done. I want you to leave. I'm an only child. I'm used to playing by myself. (laughs) Please go home. I want to go back into my imagination Yeah. I want to go back (laughs) into my room and not see people and not talk to you. Um, and she was also an only child, but she was like the opposite version where she was just like, I'll be with you all the time forever.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we were sitting, I don't remember what we were doing. I think we must've been wrestling or sitting watching something and she kicked my leg by mistake. And I guess, her this is gross, I guess her toenail caught the scar Ooh. and it cut it, cut it a little bit and like, it was nasty. I'll, <laughs> I'll not go into too much detail, but it was nasty. And then we cleaned it up because it wasn't that bad. Like it didn't hurt that much. And she was like, I'll stay... <laughs> She was like, I'll stay here until it's better. I'll stay here however long you need And I was like, No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> no, 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 it's already better. It's please what? go home, no, please I'm go home. What? <laughs> yeah, I remember. That was the scary part. It was like, yeah. <laughs> Yes, my scar has just been reopened. However, oh,
0: the God. issue I'm having
1: is that she now wants to stay for the rest of her life. <laughs>
0: yeah. And as she's still now, so this day we live room, together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she's just under the bed occasionally. Like, hello, Kara. <laughs> she's, she pops out and she's
1: like, How's that scar? This scar a healing. I'm like, It's still there. And she's like, Okay, I'll check <laughs> it <the> out. Bye. <laughs> Rolls back on.
0: Donna Wise has brought up like the just general annoyance of when you have a blister on your foot, like on your heel, <sighs> and you put your sock on and it, and it heals, like it stops, like whatever it does. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say liquidating. It's not what <laughs> You know when it's like wet <laughs> <laughs> No. Well yeah, if you like if Is this if, an
1: open blister? Yeah. Right, 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 right. If it's
0: been bleeding or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should have just said
1: that. (laughs) I was like, None of my clothes blisters leak. No, that's gross.
0: (laughs) Well, it's like that thing when it's been bleeding and your sock gets stuck to it, and then you you pull your sock off. Yep, yep, yep. (sighs) That's that horrible. There's no nasty reminder of your mortality if ever there was one. There's
1: no worse feeling of of starting to take your sock off, stopping because you've noticed it, and then being like, There's no going back. I have to take the sock off. What do I do? Yeah. I get like that sometimes with tattoos there's this there's this covering because like um sometimes you'll just get wrapped in cling film and that's fine but there's a much better thing for me i much prefer it called second skin Mm -hmm. it's like a clear essentially a, a plaster but it's just all sticky part and it goes on top of your tattoo and it's meant to just stay there for as long as it stays there for as long as it doesn't come off itself you can leave it on for like a week and your tattoo will heal underneath it it's wonderful it's it's the best i love it very much However, <laughs> it's ta- it, it literally is removing a plaster from from the wound. Yeah. Because obviously the entire thing is sticky and you've just been pierced those hundreds of thousands of times. <laughs> so trying to take it off, like you're under the water, you're getting it wet, you're pulling it off little by little. Not to mention the fact that it's almost definitely capturing all of your hair as well. Oh yes. Oh.
0: Oh, man, horrible. I've never had that on a tattoo. I've only ever had my cling film, mm. which in itself is kind of gross. When it's all see, when it gets liquidy and you're walking home, see. Yeah, yeah there was I one walk- time.
1: One time I got a tattoo in my ankle. It was right around my ankle, and the bandaged up and whatnot but it was really hot and I must have had a lot of blood flow Yeah. and I was walking back, this was in New Zealand so I didn't have any shoes on, also because I'd just gotten a tattoo, and I was walking back to the hostel and people were staring at me and I was like why is everyone looking at me? (laughs) and I looked back along the path (laughs) and I'd left these little crescent moon things of blood because my heel The blood was going down my ankle onto my heel and then my heel was hitting the floor leaving these little crescent moon
0: shapes of blood all down the path. It's like, where's Kara? Just follow the blood trail. (laughs) Follow the trail of her own blood. Wonderful. (laughs) Get tattoos, guys. Get tattoos, they're worth it. Yeah, actually they are awesome. They are,
1: I love them. (sighs) I still don't regret any of my tattoos and one of my tattoos is a gravestone that says "Lol Sick" on it. So like, (laughs) if I don't regret that, I'm never going to regret any. I'm lying. I already have one cover up. Oh, I mm-hmm. didn't know that. I got a tattoo when I was seventeen in some guy's house. Oh, great! Like well, that's a, a good start. Like an idiot, Greta. If you ever listen to this, yeah, don't do that.
0: It's such a bad idea. Don't go to a professional tattoo place. Your that has mother will. Good your mother
1: will okay it when you are of age. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just don't do what I did and be obsessed with doing everything while it's still illegal. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna make sure that I drink before I'm allowed to, smoke before I'm allowed to, I'm going to drive a car before I'm allowed to. I got a tattoo in this guy called John's house. Oh, no. Oh, it's such a bad <laughs> oh, idea. No. Thankfully, it healed fine. It was just terrible. It just looked really bad. Yeah. It, was like this, it was like an anklet. I got it on my ankle because I was like, my parents would not ever see that because I always wear socks. Yeah. And then one day I didn't wear socks and I got in so much trouble. But thankfully, I was already 18 by the time they saw it. So, you know. You could. But yeah, again, when I was in New Zealand, I was like, you know what? I'm spending a lot of time in shorts, and I can't stand the fact that people can see this. So yeah, covered it up. But other than that, every other tattoo, I feel pretty good about the and ones I have, that you
0: did properly, professionals. Yeah, the
1: ones that I went to professionals for and had them design. I think I have fifteen. Yeah,
0: I feel fourteen like or fifteen. I've uh, quite a lot. Got quite a lot now. Yeah, they kind of just occasionally grow. Yeah, and so I'm just like oh they just oh. spread yeah I remember you getting your rover one yeah that's such a cool one yeah I like that one a lot no. anyway we're talking anyway. about these none of you can <laughs> see <laughs> shall I pick one yes pick another new, new I don't know why I'm not looking <laughs> <laughs> we can't see them they're all folded up alright what's this oh this one is yours oh. what what does it say first favourite oh yeah what let does that me mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> let me explain <laughs> Like, the first time that you were like, this is my
0: favourite blank. God. Well, that's hard. Oh, I remember just because... I don't think it's, like, uh, very exciting, but I do remember... (laughs) All of our stories starting with... I don't think it's very exciting. (laughs) Yeah, and then it's very exciting. Um, I do remember clearly... So, I'm not a dress person. I never really have been. Just will never really be. But there was one particular dress that was just absolute peak. Oh, have I ever spoken about i I'm almost scared I've spoken about these things before. I don't remember hearing well it. And that don't quite pop into my head, but it was just like the one time I felt like a magical something. Oh. Whatever that was. And it was like this purple taffeta, so like it was kind of shiny purple it was so nineties. <laughs> and it had this kind of bodice that was black velvet with diamantes on it oh my god i have a picture (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna put the picture up on our instagram as well please i want to see it i'll show you this just now how old were you i think i was about seven or eight okay so it's kind of prime like this is kind of cool but at the same time loads of things i wore were just nothing like these dresses (laughs) but look
1: oh my god i know so this isn't what I was like envisioning. I was envisioning something way weirder. <laughs> okay, no, it's quite but a classy dress. I recognize this dress, not Weird. this specific color, but like this style of dress. Yeah. Like I recognize that. I remember that being a big deal. Oh,
0: it was just the best, and it was the one time. That, yeah, it felt like a it's cool that you got something. you got
1: it. Like I it's know. cool that you got it bought for you after that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember how it came how it arrived (laughs) it came to be it it was brought to me by fairies um yeah that's a weird one to remember favorite first but that's the first one that came to my head which is good because it's the first podcast
1: yeah so i'll go with that
0: how about you Mm. first favorite well i have i have a stuffed animal i've had since the day i was born And sorry, I would think Greta just did a wee cry on my phone. I would just switch that off. I thought I had. I didn't hear so it. So sorry. Oh, little baby. Oh, it is off. Just hear it was off. a phantom cry. It weird. Oh my God. I get those all the time. It's insane. Really? You're going crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, you just hear crying and you're like, oh my <laughs> God. And she's <laughs> still asleep. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm That's crazy. Terrifying. Yeah. That's terrifying. It's like instincts, crazy mother. I feel like a wolf. <laughs> yeah, except it's not really happening. It's not happening. That's nuts. Yeah. Do you get any other ones like that? Just the crying. Just the crying. Happened last night actually. Both me and Christian heard something. But she was asleep. Whoa. And it sounded like a cry. So that could have just been a natural ghost. <gasps> could have been a fox. Could have been a fox. We do have foxes. Very... crying sound just like babies screaming. <laughs> we have lots of very randy foxes <laughs> oh, God. around this area. Sometimes you're just like, Oh, shut up. Yeah. You're <laughs> crazy. <laughs> the first time I heard a
1: fox like really really screaming oh. I, I, it woke me up and I was like Hannah I think there's a kid outside like, oh I think God, there's a child so outside scary. and Hannah had obviously heard it like way more than me she was like sleepily like no it's just a fox and I was like no like I think it's a kid and she was like trust me <gasps> that's a fox and I was like that's not it sounds like a child like, trying to scream words at me. It's, yeah. it's so crazy. The so
0: one I heard sounded like a woman screaming. It's horrible. Terror. It. Ugh. Yeah, anyway, anyway. Anyway. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> I totally distracted what you were saying. No, that's okay. I think,
1: yeah, I've had a, I've had a teddy since the day I was born called Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Who's a ra- clearly, obviously, <laughs> is, is a rabbit. But he might not. The is thing it? is, I definitely didn't name him because I would have been much too young to name him. Mm. So I'm like, who, what genius was like, you know what a good name for this is? Rabbit. rabbit. Oh. Maisie, hi, Maisie. Hi. hi. You're 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 all gonna hear little dog noises. Like Aww. little dog grunts from <laughs> yeah. now on. So had rabbit since the day I was born. So I suppose he counts as a favourite because he was like growing up he was my favourite Teddy, but also I think he might be like one of my primary attachments. Oh, like wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like your primary attachments, your mum, your dad, or whoever your caretakers were from when you were young. And like it's one of those attachments that you can't help, you just feel your love for them because mm-hmm. they were the things that took care of you. It's a very like how we survived reaction mm-hmm. to your primary caregivers. But Rabbit also was there since literal day 1. So I have a feeling that it's much the same because yeah. I really don't I've never ever connected with any other teddies. Not not even like in the same way but ever at all. I'm always just like, "Oh, they're cute." Anyway, yeah. and like Rabbit, I never like I never personified him. He's not like, "Oh, he's Got this voice or mm. anything like that, but like if you ever asked me, like what would I run in and get if everyone was safe and it was a fire, it would always be rabbit.
0: Wow. And
1: I can't explain why. And you still like rabbit? Still is here. He still sleeps in the bed with me every night.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Rabbit. I'll,
1: I'll I'll cuddle Hannah, my beautiful beautiful wife to be, <laughs> yeah. and if I wake up in the night and I turn round, I'll get rabbit and cuddle rabbit.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's that's interesting. That is. Yeah. So he counts as a first
1: favourite, but almost like I don't have the choice. Yeah. Like he was given to me, and I was like, I'm in love. Okay, I guess I'm in love. It was like the first time I ever looked after Maisie, this lovely little dog here. I looked after her, and she still was like very nervous of people, really nervous of me, was like, was yet to enjoy me at all. And then I, I was looking after her for a long weekend and Annabelle and Christian, I was like, just leave without, like, don't don't make a big scene. Yeah. Like, just leave without saying goodbye. <laughs> and then I immediately took Maisie into the back garden and I ran around with her and I was like, Maisie, you love me, right? <laughs> and it was almost like she looked around, saw that the, the people that take care of her were gone and then survival kicked in and was like, you have to love this one or you're not going to get taken so care amazing. of. And to this day, we are best friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like Yeah, she's just... Absolutely adores you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is so nice. Yeah. But but that was definitely like lizard brain yeah. survival that
0: it's she like was imprint, like imprint, yeah. It. She was like imprint or die. <laughs> That's what happened. And, and I think scary, the same thing happened with Rabbit. Middle class suburbia. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Like you will love me. You have no choice. No. You
0: have no choice.
1: But I'm trying to think what my first like my choice first mm. favorite was. Um. I know my first favourite food was bacon, which to this day... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that mean. <Yeah>. Classic. <laughs> to, the,
1: to this day is still my favourite. Yeah. Like, one of my favourite things to eat. Um, but and i used just to, imagine
0: you, a baby, like, getting fed bacon, and you're like, like oh, oh, that's my favourite. That's my favourite. <laughs>
1: well, I remember because my aunt is a lot more of, like, a no-nonsense, like, straight-up-and-down kind of person. Mm. And she used to always say that my mum, like, Coddled me or spoiled me, Um, which, in some ways, I guess she did spoil me. Like I wasn't ever given like if it wasn't my birthday or my Christmas, I wasn't getting stuff. Like, sure, but like, if 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 giving your child unlimited affection and attention is spoiling, then yes, I guess I'm spoiled.
0: Fashion thing that that my mum had the same. I think with kind of relative of hers who was always like oh don't cuddle that child or don't do this and she was very like I think she genuinely was born in the Victorian period Mm. I don't know maybe I'm just imagining that but it sounded like it um and yeah, it's like when you look back, you're like, no, like the advice today, especially when the really you're a is, yeah, <laughs> love the baby. Make sure they know that they are 100% safe yeah. and happy. And it's like, it's proven it's much healthier. Yeah. And then you're not spoiling up, You cannot spoil the baby.
1: You can't spoil the baby with love and attention and affection because it's all they want.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: it's not going to make them a bad egg. I think also though, it's the stigma of being an only child, mm-hmm. the like being an only child people just assume you're spoiled like mm. even as you're being raised people just assume you're being raised spoiled because you don't have anyone to compete with yes yeah but yeah, yeah like i say if it wasn't christmas or my birthday i'm not getting the thing i want i yeah. have to wait and like obviously i would get things i needed and my dad always says that he's like you didn't get everything you wanted but you always get everything you needed yeah and like i personally believe that affection is a need not a want
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: But anyway, this one, I'm about to contradict everything I just said with this thing I'm about to say about bacon. (laughs) I have a very distinct memory of my mum dropping me off at my aunt's house to stay over. She had a daughter that's five years younger than me, so we'd stay over with each other a lot. And she dropped me off with my bag with rabbit and with a packet of bacon Yay. so that my aunt could make me bacon sandwiches the next morning for breakfast that's very cute <laughs> that, that I will admit that's fairly spoiled slightly warmed up bag of bacon <laughs> Yum. just handing it in like, yes. mum says you need to make this for me <laughs> and I remember it very vividly because I remember it. it must have just validated all of my aunt's previous, like she was just like I knew you yeah. were spoiled.
0: <laughs> Flipping bacon. Your mum wants me to make
1: bacon for
0: you <laughs> in the morning. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. So oh, sorry.
1: Definitely a very early a very early favourite of mine was, yeah. was the old bacon
0: sandwich. Gosh, yeah. I, I don't eat bacon very often. Like, technically veggie, but we'll eat meat if it's a delicacy in the local region. Like, yeah. I'm quite, like, you know, flexible like that, I yeah. suppose. But bacon, oh, my gosh. I miss a bit of bacon. Yeah. I understand why bacon is like
1: oftentimes the thing that people are like, I'm veggie and nothing else could make me want to eat meat, but when I
0: smell bacon, mm. I'm like, damn, I wish I could have that. Yeah. I'm think mine is pulled pork. Really? Yeah. Weird, right? It's the texture I want pulled something, <laughs> <laughs> but not that weird jackfruit that I've you know, tried the people... jackfruit and it's not no. it's not the same. I I just people say you know oh it's just like whatever eating. it's never like eating no. meat it's never the same texture you're and you're lying
1: to your I never <laughs> and I also find with like pooled vegetarian options for pooled things mm. what they do to make it taste like Quote unquote meaty meat. or like barbecuey yeah. is they absolutely cake it in liquid smoke. Yeah. And then all you can taste is chemical smokiness. Oh man, I forgot about liquid smoke.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're better just eating yeah. some actual meat.
1: I feel like as long as um you're trying to source your meat as best you can, yeah. like as best you can for the animal. Yeah. Or if you're at someone else's house, like you say, if you're in a a region where like the delicacy happens to be very meat based and like someone's cooking for you or yeah. whatever, like I don't think it's a. but I mean any the any way that anyone wants to consume their food is correct as long as it's healthy for
0: them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we are all all getting really sort of like into <laughs> this. I'm aware it's um we have been choking for fifty five years. Eh, and to be honest, cooking meat actually slightly frightens me. So I don't usually eat meat oh. because of that. Especially because you're
1: worried of like food poisoning? Or?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I I've I've become better at it when I need to, but for ages I would not touch meat purely because mm-hmm. I was like, I will kill someone. <laughs> That's, so <interesting. laughs> That's so interesting. This is how I will accidentally kill someone. <laughs> so yeah, um, but now I I I feel a little bit more comfortable now that I um a wiser woman yeah <laughs> <laughs> i remember
1: one of my friends has an ex who she was really nervous of pork because she was nervous of it still being pink on the inside she oh. she was like pink on the inside means raw and i'm going to get sick oh. and i was like that's not how pork works pork is by definition pink
0: isn't it yeah i was about to say like, pork is
1: pink but she i remember one time we were having breakfast and we had sausages like pork link sausages mm-hmm. And they were so black and burnt on the outside because she was like, they're not ready yet. They're not ready yet. They're going to be pink. They're going to be pink. And I was like, mate, they're ready. And then, yeah, they were burnt to a crisp on the outside. She got, she put them on her plate. She like cracked it, literally cracked it open. (laughs) It was pink on the inside because of course it was because that's the color that pork is. And she wouldn't eat it. And she was so raging that we made her take the sausages off.
0: And especially when you contrast it with black charred outer sausage. It's it's going to look look even bigger. Exactly. (laughs) If you don't
1: want pink food, get beef
0: sausages.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Or like at least if you eat the
0: beef, then it's okay if it's a little pink. Exactly.
1: I mean, I was like, are are you getting confused with like chicken? Because yeah. yes, if we were having chicken sausages I and mean, the inside was pink.
0: <laughs> Chicken sausages sounds mental. <laughs> even though I'm sure it exists.
1: I'm sure it, ex- <laughs> it must exist. I'm sure I've eaten it before. Yeah. Oh, speaking of like veggie though. Yeah. Richmond vegetarian sausages oh. are amazing. I don't think I've tried them. They're really good. Variety. They're like a good texture that is like not pretending to be meat, but still like an enjoyable texture yeah and
0: they taste like pretty pretty sausage adjacent do you think they're really full of additives probably, <laughs> probably. but they if they taste good then that's totally fine
1: yeah. if your goal is simply that it doesn't contain meat then they're good they're probably <laughs> <Yeah>. good <laughs> you. shall we shall we end up on our serving suggestion i don't know why i'm looking at my notes i didn't write one down i have yeah, it in my head i
0: wrote one down <laughs>
1: last wrote, minute right before we started recording uh, uh, i remember
0: was <laughs> serving suggestion where did i put it right my <laughs> um there's a new podcast that i just started listening to so there's one serving suggestion which is a podcast and another one which is a bit more philosophical mm-hmm. so um there's this podcast called buried bones um and it's a new podcast with um to like really well known podcasters, like in true crime. So mm-hmm. I think it's Paul Holes, who's like a ex person, criminal, ex criminal, Ex-criminal. Ex-criminal. <laughs> uh, no detective person. He solved many crimes and murders. Mm. Um, and he's really good at forensics. And then there's this lady called Kate Winkler Dawson, who is a crime historian. I feel like I've heard that name. She has another podcast that is awesome. Um, don't remember his name but they have collabed and now with both their knowledge and expertise she brings up an historical true crime that you know may date even all the way back to the 1600s maybe like the latest 1920s 1930s like things that haven't been fully solved or there's a bit of doubt about kind of what it is or maybe they're just total cold cases Mm And she gets Paul Holes to come in and basically like look at all the evidence again, and with his modern like forensic brain, see if they can figure out more about actually how what actually happened. Because now we have much better technology and much better stuff, and it's only just started. And the first episode was so cool, like because yeah, they work really well together, and he's really, he's just really smart, and he knows exactly of like what techniques they should have tried or whether they did this or that and yeah he gives a real kind of balanced view of probably what actually happened and then she herself is just a great storyteller and very good at picking up these really random weird stories so that was been really fun cool. I enjoyed listening to that that
1: does sound really yeah I know um not to call you out because I'm exactly the same <laughs> I know it's such like a basic totally a, a basic thing to like true crime totally but it's by nature, designed to draw you in and be yeah. like, but what next? What next?
0: I, I I freely admit I love true crime podcasts. I just, I, whatever, there's something about them that I just find weirdly reassuring. I can only <laughs>
1: listen if I, if I know it's been solved.
0: Mm, any uh, any yeah. of the
1: ones that it gets to the end and they're like, and we still don't oh, know. Like, yeah, see right. the Zodiac Killer ones? I oh, hate
0: because I, I get so
1: angry. Number one, because, and I know, who am I? Who am I? I fully know who did it. <laughs> I just feel like it's so obvious. It's so obvious from what they, from all of the stuff that they know about yeah, it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Like all the documentaries yes, are like uh, it's very much
1: pointing to oh this God, person. They're literally just like, "Oh yeah." And then there was this guy, and everyone said he was always really weird, and he kept to himself, and he always talked about the Zodiac killer, and he always read about the Zodiac killer, and he was always going on about. Yeah. He always told everyone he's the Zodiac killer, and he really loved puzzles. And then one of the one of the cryptids that the cryptids is the wrong word. One of the um. Anyway, Guilt. he used to he used to send these things into the papers. That's right. And there would be these big long codes, and people were like, "Oh, we can't get, we can't break the code." And then this couple were like, "Oh, we've broken this code. It says I am, and I've forgotten the man's name, but it says I am the man, and it's the same man that everyone was going on about how much he talked about the Zodiac Killer and loved the Zodiac <laughs> Killer, and then he still never got arrested, and now he's
0: dead." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Oh my God, it was obviously him, you idiots!" I think is there not. I think I'm vaguely remembering I think it's the same same serial killer um <laughs> but I'm sure there's like the son has gone on record of quite a few times and said it definitely was my dad like it he doesn't obviously have like 100 percent proof of him uh-huh. saying it was me but he's like done all the evidence and oh looked back God. and said it, wait, it's him it, <sighs> it must have been him so and, and so this, yeah this
1: is why i can't listen to unsolved ones because we're talking mm. about it now and i'm angry no very solved ones i love hearing about them because i love hearing about how they solved it yeah, yeah. like i love hearing about like what what happened to make it solved that stuff i'm just like
0: yeah well that up. paul holes guys he's one of the main guys who solved the golden gate killer like Ooh. things that happened decades ago and then it all through genealogy websites basically they kind of found getting to another day i guess but, yes oh my god yeah, basically people putting their dna into databases <gasps> i've heard of this yeah that's yeah, how yeah. they can kind of start to Close these cold cases. Is that the one Mm
1: -hmm. where, like, years, decades and decades later, they showed up at the guy's house and they were like, are you the guy? And he was like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because (laughs) someone relative to him had done a DNA-like ancestry thing. I remember hearing about this. (laughs) See, even as as we're sitting here, I'm
1: like, let's talk for two more hours. I know. What was your second...
0: Second one I've just written in notes. Chat to the weird kid on the bus. (laughs) Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was quite sweet. So... I think maybe it's when you become a parent, maybe there's something like a weird energy that starts going around you. Because, um, like, on buses, kids just want to talk to you more. Oh, Which is really kind of nice. <laughs> like, even when Greta's not there, like, the other night, um, Christian and I went on our first date in seven months. <laughs> oh, God. Um, slightly more, actually, because, yeah, it's quite heavily. I was going to say pregnant heavily. And, oh. um, so yeah we were just on the bus to like see the show and like this kid just starts chatting to us like basically more just singing at us and singing e-i-i-o over and over again (laughs) um and it's it was kind of nice because before if a kid was doing this to me the whole bus ride i'd be like oh i'm really this is really annoying now like Mm because he was just constantly like you know um just been like tapping, like, I don't know, about their head, and there was like, you know, head, 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 shoulder, 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 eye, eye, eye. And I was just joining in. I was like, this is great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's some high entertainment. And yeah, I just think because when you become a parent, you become so much more patient mm-hmm. of these kind of things, and you really learn like that tolerance. Your tolerance goes up so much with these things. So, in a way, it was actually just quite sweet. And the mum was like like she would like whisper she was like thank you for chatting to him you know kind of thing and um she kind of got a wee break as well Hmm. from the constant chatter um so I don't know I just thought it was really nice and I was like oh I
1: that was that's a fear or not a fear but like that's that's a, a reason I've cited for years and years and years of of why I wouldn't be a good parent and it's my lack of patience for repetition sure but then like I think like it makes sense that it would that is a learned skill rather than something you are innately born with because like when i look after well, not that i look after people's children but when i've been around other people's children when i was younger because up until greta i've not been around a baby baby like <laughs> for years yeah and when i was younger um my little cousins would be so excited to see me and we'd play a game and then i'd be finished playing the game and then they would not be finished playing that game they'd want to play that game for hours longer and I was like, I'm bored. I want to give you some to someone else. I want to leave. I'm tired of this. I want to disengage. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, you just can't do that if it's yours or if it's around <laughs> yeah. all the time. But I guess much like other pa- other types of patience, like it must just be a learned skill. It is.
0: Yeah, I, it, it really is. And when it's your own child, you obviously love them yeah. so deeply. So you're much more patient with that side of things. And I think because it grows in time, you know, you you start from like this tiny little thing that you know it hasn't really even got a proper personality (laughs) yet and then it's like different types of things test your patience but they grow reasonably slowly over time so you're building up this resistance (laughs) rather than just being shot at you know but yeah it's really interesting
1: the first time I met Greta she was two days old and I came to see her and she was very small and sweet and cute and at one point I said to Annabelle so what do your days look like what do you do and you were like what do you mean (laughs) <laughs> you were like I do this is what we do because I've only ever seen babies I've never seen a newborn I've only ever seen babies that are already yeah. like a couple months old or older so and those babies do stuff yeah <laughs> like yes. they they want to play with stuff they want to pick things up you got to move them around and they have a whole day planned or whatever you were like no she's brand new we wake up she goes back to sleep she wakes up she feeds she, feeds, she goes she back to, go to sleep. sleep sometimes I stand up and walk her somewhere else she gets a little fussy then yeah. she falls asleep I was like oh
0: yeah, this is a brand new world to me. It's mental. Yeah, I almost forget about that time as well because it's such a haze of sleep deprivation. <laughs> yeah, and God, mega recovery from all the stuff, and now we are good, nearly eight months in. Yeah, things are much more exciting. Yeah, Yay. she does stuff now. She does oh. She's so smart. Great. <laughs>
1: um what's your serving suggestion my serving suggestion mm-hmm. is go play badminton oh oh yeah! because i've been playing badminton recently and i have been loving it like <laughs> it's one of those things i i always when people are like oh what do you, what kind of sports do you like i'm like oh i love playing badminton but i hadn't done it in so long mm-hmm. i used to do it a lot in high school just because like there was a badminton court in my high school so i was like yeah why not yeah. um or you know uh an all-purpose gym, they had they, nets. No, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. And then I hadn't played it in years. And then a new like sports complex, which does just look like a high school, nice. <laughs> has opened up near my house. And Hannah and I went to play badminton. And she also has joined the gym. And with her joining the gym, it's made me do that thing where my brain is like, well, why don't you do it? You could do it. You probably would like, enjoy it even. And I'm like, I wouldn't. Every time, I've, every time I've tried to join the gym in the past, this has happened. My brain's been like, yeah, 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 join it. This time it'll be different and fun and good. And then I join it, I go like three times, I hate it, and then I never go back, and then I forget to cancel the membership, and then I pay for it for months for no reason. So this time I'm trying really hard to stop myself from doing that. And something that's been helping is badminton, because the first time we went, we went for an hour, and... And at the end of it, Hannah was like, I have never heard you giggle so much. Aww. She was like, you were giggling the whole hour that we were there yeah, playing so badminton. That's
0: cool. That's lovely. Yeah.
1: And it was like, it really showed me the difference between exercising because it's a byproduct of something fun
0: yeah. and
1: exercising because you have to exercise.
0: Yeah, so true.
1: Um... So, yeah, go play badminton. It's so much funner than you remember it
0: being. Yeah. <laughs> that should be, like, the logo, like, the slogan if we're Edinburgh badminton court. I don't know. Yeah. Badminton. So much more fun than, than you, you remember. remember. <laughs> I, rem- I do remember, like, people like in school always try and like hit them up to the ceiling and get them caught in the rafters
1: ah see in my school for some reason it was bouncing basketballs to to make that happen oh we did that too I think as well there was lots of stuff stuck up there the basketball (laughs) one was the bad one because if you got hit by that it was really shit yes (laughs) The shuttlecock, yeah. it's like, ow. Oh, with a basketball, it's like, I'm knocked, you've knocked me out. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the floor please. I'm on the floor, please. Someone get the PE teacher. <laughs> please. Why is
0: the PE teacher not
1: supervising? Yeah, how does this happen every week? <laughs> yeah, that's something um, I like a bit about Badminton, like, V's tennis. Yes. Because with tennis, like, if you hit a tennis ball with the same, like, amount of, like, whack that you had uh, a, a shuttlecock, that yeah. ball is gone into the stratosphere. Into your Phase. yeah or just like gone forever like because it's it it's so bouncy and the rackets are so tight <laughs> with shuttlecocks like you could hit a shuttlecock as hard as you want and it's still just like Ugh. yeah it does <laughs> it's like oh. which i love because then you really get to like smash yes. the shit out of that's
0: it. so true it's a good stress release mm-hmm. yeah and you could even play a fun game where you play badminton just by yourself oh my god <laughs> you could just be like hit and then you run to the other side oh
1: my god I can't imagine anything more tiring yeah. than that. <laughs> Having to run around the court, like, oh. <laughs> Although you have made me want to try it.
0: Yeah, and I kind of want to try it now. Too. Okay, well, next time I play Rowlington, yeah. you
1: need to come with and we'll take turns trying it. Sounds amazing. <laughs>
0: we can record our endeavors and it will eat last, some brown cheese.
1: It'll last for, for me maybe 15 seconds. Yeah. I'm, I'll try it one time and I'll be like, this is horrible. And it's like, like a
0: beep test. Oh. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> talk about first memories <laughs> it brought back something horrible the first time having to do for anyone who didn't have to do the beep test in high school what it is is or the, the way that we did it you can tell me if you guys did it differently mm. the whole class would line up mm-hmm. against a line and there would be another line on the other side and of the room and you had to run from the line that you were at and touch the line on the other side before the beep went yeah. off
0: Exactly the
1: same. And the beep would get faster and faster and faster. So at first it would be... And it would say, like, level one, <laughs> level two in between. And so, like, it would start off, like, with the beep being, like, beep, beep, for example. Yes. And by the end it would be, like, beep, beep, mm. beep, beep. <laughs> and, like, by the end you were... Spr- I'm sorry, Maisie. I'm just a <laughs> like Maisie. She's oh like,
0: the memories. She's like, oh, God.
1: And by the end you were sprinting. And then it was like it was, like, knockout rules. So you started with the whole class doing it and then as soon as yeah. you missed one you were out and you had to go and stand at the side so like the pack of people running would get thinner and thinner and thinner until it was just like two people just like racing for their lives at the end throwing themselves over the line every beep it was like hunger oh games
0: my god i hated it so much it was what was it even testing I don't know, but it was like a national thing. Yeah, they had like a little cassette tape, and they put on like this as the Scottish educate something something what, what and then they would set off the beep. Yeah, this is the standardized beep test. <laughs> yes, oh <my> God. <laughs> horrible. Oh. And and then yeah, that's how they would wheedle you out. And you would For be, some reason. For some reason, you'd be tested. But this, in our
1: school, this came along with all of the other standardized tests. So <laughs> you would also be tested on how many sit-ups can you do in a minute? How many That's push-ups fun. can you do in a minute? <sighs> um, can you run a 100-meter dash, 200-meter four, 800? Like, and then there was one that was like, for boys how many pull-ups can you do in a minute for girls how long can you hold up one pull-up that's how they did it then I don't know if it's changed now yeah but um it was before there was like how long can you keep yourself above the bar okay um and I remember me and my friend would would compete with each other and she did it first and she held herself up there for eight seconds so I was like okay I just have to beat eight seconds Mm -hmm. and I was like don't don't count me every second I was like just tell me every time 10 seconds passes And she was like, yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) And then I was like, you don't know how determined I am. And I was up there for a minute and five seconds. Oh, damn. (laughs) That's pretty impressive. Yep. I jumped down because I wasn't breathing. Right. You know when it's you're good. like when you're straining that, so hard I'd stopped breathing. That's,
0: that's a good time to maybe stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got really faint and I was like, I should come down. <laughs> I've made my point.
0: God, that's crazy. Yeah, all these weird standard eye tests. I don't remember those. I only remember beep tests. And I remember i mean it's all line around a wall and like space squat against the wall. <gasps> yes. And then just who was like the last standing. Yeah. What what why? The hell? Anyway, anyway. Anything well, else?
1: thanks for listening. Yeah, I forgot how we
0: sign off. <laughs> well,
1: well. This, is, this has been um, breakfast food featuring Cara and Annabelle. We are bike. Maybe. What just happened? We are bike. <laughs> bike girl. Bike girl. Bye. Bye. <laughs>